0: Tulsa's number one podcast, Showtime baby, it's Castrol X, Two Titty Tia, Eyes Open, dubbed the home of the emotionally naked, a podcast about anything and everything. If you don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you.
1: Yo, yo, Mike, check, 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 go ahead and talk for me again. Yo, yo, check, check. Wonderful, wonderful. Talk a little bit more. Check, check, it's Bo Swift. Yes, sir.
0: Fuck you, nigga. I'm about to lasso, Castro the asshole Turn them into the mincemeat, four ramen casserole Beat it to a thick booty bad bitch She'll fucking kill me if I try to feed her cabbage Pussy fried catfish I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks I ain't never had shit, till I turn to rap it Po-rapper to rapper. Like a lambda, I'm on some fresh shit Packin' on packers damage, stamina stackin' damage Actin' out like an ass is. If you move moving against me, it's like my last. You should've taken some classes. Uh huh. Baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it. I'ma serve it like a delivery package. Misery's a habit in the latest fashion. She like to pull up in the fastest, Hoopy with the black tint. We get it cracking. she releasing the dragon. Hold up, fire breathing. I am not a heathen. I am just a lion crushing everything he's seeing. Heat-seeking, miss a with a beacon With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking, ho.
1: Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X Coming at y'all live and direct With the With All Due Respect Podcast Ladies and gentlemen, I got a very special guest In the building with me, as usual uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this be, uh, this guest has actually been on the podcast uh, Once previous. But he was in here with a group of motherfuckers way back uh, in the early days with All Due Respect podcast, man. I think last time you was here, we had Celtics, we had Ace in the building, we had Spades in the building. Yeah, we had everybody, man. Everybody, the whole little clique, man. Uh, We've been supposed to sit down for not just months, but like I said, since the beginning. It's been about a year, you know what I mean? I think we had your first podcast scheduled. You know what I'm saying? Way mm-hmm. the fuck back then. Yeah, man. Something you know what I mean? So
2: I, I can't even remember what happened, but yeah.
1: A lot of stuff. I think the first. I know some of the times, because we've scheduled multiple times. Oh, you yeah, yeah, I mean?
2: yeah. I know. Not a couple of them was on me. And, and then, then a couple was on me. Yeah. So, so it's just. It's life. Scheduling issues, I guess, is what you would call it.
1: True indeed, true indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boast with. Yes, oh, sir. So Swift in the motherfucking building, What's man. What's going on, y'all? What's good, brother? How you doing? Man, I'm just living life, man, trying
2: to stay out the way.
1: I can feel that. I can feel that. So you were telling me something real interesting, man, that forced me to go ahead and just press record. Uh <laughs> before, you know what I mean, we had initially got to recording, man. All fair, we were talking about uh kind of your start, man, when you first oh, started man. rapping uh on stage and performing. Yeah, uh, man. tell well, us that uh, story.
2: Well, from what I can remember, the very first place that I, uh, not recorded, I, uh, performed at was at the Hookah Lounge, uh, with my size Smooth, shout out to size Smooth, It's my brother, It's my homeboy, he's in St. Louis, um, that was my first spot that I performed in, and then a bunch of people saw it, that was the first time a lot of people saw me rap for the first time at that performance, so mm-hmm. I think I kind of took a lot of people by surprise, um. And then when Uptown on 61st was still open, rest in peace to New York, uh, man, he kind of pulled me to the side one night and was like, man, you got some talent, you know, you. You know I didn't know you had that in you, you know, it was just, you know, it just kind of came out of left field, so he was like, man, he was like, you don't ever have to worry about you know, paying anything or having to do anything extra. He was like, "If you want to showcase your skills, you can always pick up a microphone here, and, and all you gotta do is just come holler at me."
1: That's beautiful.
2: Yeah. So you know, I had so I had opportunities there to perform, and that's kind of how I got my sound out. How I kind of started meeting people around Tulsa, mm-hmm. and then I started expanding. You know, I started going to. Uh, I went. I have multiple places I went to out east, and then there's. Other places I went to, I think there was one place out north I went to and performed at. Um, I actually went to Atlanta with uh, Celtics and them.
1: I remember that. That's when we first kind of linked in. Is right when y'all got back from yeah, that trip. Yeah,
2: yeah, we went. Yeah, we went to Atlanta and that kind of put some pers- put some perspective on how I look at this music, man. Because yeah, I look at it as fun and I look at it like, man, how can I put something on this music that'll make people want to listen to it but at the same time the music is also a personal journal for me Hmm. you know what I mean that's why when you listen to my music you don't really hear something that you can bop to you don't really hear something that you can you know what I'm saying dance to it's something that you listen to it and it's it's like real life thought you know what I mean it makes you think yeah it's real life thought like stuff that goes on in my mind I put it on paper and I put it on music because I don't want stuff to build up like I music is my getaway you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like music helps me deal with emotions and feelings that I have about certain situations without actually turning those thoughts into realities right you know so
1: how long you been making music man
2: I've been writing since I knew how to pick up a pencil mm. Um I've been rapping like freestyle rapping since I was in like early middle school I've uh, been recording I've only been recording for a few years since like 2017 I recorded my first 2016, 2017 I recorded my first song
1: Who was the first cat
2: you recorded with? Smooth Smooth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah he uh Me and him did a song called Enough Said, and uh, it's probably one of the hardest verses I ever wrote, but you could tell I was nervous. It was like four o'clock in the morning. I was tired, Mm -hmm. ready to go to sleep. You know, we had smoked about 50 pounds of trees, so I was, you know, I I was ready to lay down in there We're finally Like, oh, come on, let's record another one. Bo, get on this one. Bo, I ain't recorded before, you know, so I'm trying to figure out. But they walked me through it. Man, it took me about a hundred times, but they walked me through it, and I got through it. Um, But yeah, I've only been recording a few years, and I've actually only been performing even less than that. Right. Like, getting on stage, you know, even less than that. So it's it's all still fairly new to me, you know what I mean? Like, all the recording and the getting on the stage and, and connecting with people and trying to make connections, like, all of that is still new. But the art, like, the art itself, the music, it's... You've been in that. I've been in that. Music runs in my veins, bro. It's 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 a part of my DNA. So I've always been in music, so I always know what I'm talking about when I talk music. It's, you know, the business side of it that I look at that I try to learn so I can get further in it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 you know, I do look at a lot of stuff like I, I get impatient you know what I mean uh, patience is really not a virtue with me like I, I I try you know what I'm saying and so sometimes I get discouraged sometimes I'll pop off at the mouth that's another reason why I use music hmm. you know cause I pop off at the mouth I would I'll write that down real quick so I'll say it to nobody you know what I mean it's 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 that type of deal you know and then there's I also use it I also use music for like depending on the type of music I'm playing you can tell what my mood is right you know like if I'm playing some dance some some bop music you know what I'm saying you know I'm obviously in a good mood wanna Mm -hmm. you know wanna socialize be around people wanna dance you know what I'm saying cool you know I'm playing some zero I'm in my feelings about something you know what I'm saying I'm pissed off at the world about something or I'm just I'm going through something I'm trying to you know what I'm saying or if I'm listening to some some lyrical shit, you know, I'm I'm thinking of something. Or well, if I'm listening to a battle, I'm, well, if I'm watching a battle rap, you know what I'm saying, that's, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to gain skill, you know what I'm saying. Okay, how do they, how do they put these schemes together? Right. You know what I'm saying? How do they, you know, I take everything as a lesson when it comes to the music, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if I take criticism for somebody, it may hurt my feelings, sure enough, but I'm not going to get mad. I'm just going to take that and be like, okay, well, this is what they said I can work on. Let me see if I can fix it. Right, you know what I'm saying like so music is music music has always been has always been there man I've always done music it's just actually putting myself out there and letting the people know that
1: I can't getting do it out to the world yes sir I like that man one of the things I like most about your music uh, you touched on it a little bit earlier man is that you put yourself into the music uh, you're not scared to speak on what you go through mentally uh emotionally and just in day-to-day life you know what i'm yeah. saying i think that that's very heavy and that it's definitely a place for that it's impactful you know what i'm saying uh talk to me a little bit about that process man When are going into that mind to make that music you know what i'm saying and what it does for you to to uh to vent in that, yeah. that fashion
2: well some songs like some things like because i have my catalog honestly isn't very big, so I have way more stuff written than I have actually recorded. I can relate, and um, <laughs> and so the mindset that I get in to record some of this stuff, man, is some sometimes I'm already pissed off. Mm-hmm. You know, some of it is I'm already depressed or upset or whatever the case. I may have just gotten into with somebody and I need to go record. Like, I give you an example. Me and Celtics song, uh, Hunt Mode. Mm-hmm. We went, we went to Pennyboard Productions. Shout out to Pennyboard Productions to get that recorded. He came and picked me up from my lady's house that I was seeing. We had just, me and her had just gotten into it, and so when we got to the studio, that was the first place we went. Right after he picked me up was the studio, so I was still heated, I was still and boiling, yeah. and yeah. So we got on the mic and first thing I said in the hook was I'm pissed off. You know what mm. I'm saying? So that's just, that that's how I get my emotions out without doing something stupid. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, if I did not have music, it would be a bad situation for me right now, man. Honestly.
1: I feel that, man. Uh, we talked a little bit on the last podcast we had. I don't know if you remember, but you expressed it. It's very therapeutic for you. Oh yeah, You very, know what I'm saying? It's one of the things that keeps you going and keeps you living.
2: Yes, sir, that's, that's, it's, it's, uh, sometimes people think I take music too seriously, but then some people tell me I don't take it serious enough. Mm. To me, I take music, I need music like I need water.
1: Mm. You
2: know what I mean? If I don't have my dose of music, or if I don't have that dose to calm my brain and calm my thoughts, then you know, what's going to calm me down because there's not too many actual people that can put me in as the right state of mind as music does or making music does. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not... I can get along with people, man. I'm just not a people person.
1: There ain't nothing um, wrong
2: with that. Only because... Only because of the fact of I just... It's just how I was raised, you know, how I look at people and, in, in, you know... Not you know that's a whole nother conversation, but the music itself is is a reflection of all that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Is a is is man? Why you always sound like everybody tells me your music is so dark. Why do you sound so dark? Sounds like you got demons. I do have demons. You are not mishearing my music, right? You, you know you are not. Oh, that sounds like he's he's coming from a dark. I am coming from a dark place in that in that particular song right now there's songs that I'm not coming from a dark place but for you to understand where I'm coming from you have to understand my situation and most people don't do that they go off of what they hear and it's like oh he's crazy or oh, I don't like this I'm not digging this well understand the situation before you try to put a cap on my music or what I'm trying to do with it
1: mm. so talk to me a little bit about this man mm. dig this uh I've known you for almost a year now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know your background. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You you said it's a whole other story. It's something I definitely want to journey in. I feel like the audience would uh, love to hear that as well. Talk to us about the creation of Bo Swift. Where does Bo Swift come from? Mm -hmm. Where you from, man?
2: Man, I'm I'm actually from here, man. I'm from Tulsa. Mm -hmm. I was born and raised. uh, I've moved different different spots. Like, I stayed in Oklahoma City with my pops uh, and my stepmom. She passed away a couple months ago. Sorry. David, yeah. uh, I've stayed in California, uh, Arizona. Well, I didn't really stay in Arizona? I like spent the night with my uncle, and he stayed in Arizona. But you know, I've been to different different spots. You know what I mean? Um, I kind of went back and forth uh, between my mom and dad as mm-hmm. a kid growing up. It was. Uh, I mean, you know how some you know how some parents are. Tug of war, tug of war, tug of war contest. That's always tough, man. And so, you know, it, being in being in the middle of it, you know, I'm try. I've always tried to make the best of the situation that I have. That's where that mentality comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what situation I'm in, I always try to make. I always try to smile or try to find a good part of the whatever situation I'm in because I've been in probably some of the worst situations. Mm-hmm a 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 year old kid can be involved in. You know what I'm saying? Or be in the middle of So what I go through now as an adult isn't too bad. It's just the stress of it, I guess, it gets to me. Hmm. But, you know, growing up, I was, you know, and it's crazy because I was timid growing up. I was a timid kid growing up, man. I I didn't like fighting. Like, you know, anytime I got hit, you know, I would you know, crouch down or run off or whatever, like, and I guess that's where this extra overly aggression comes from, man, because it's, I let people run over me, so it's, I refuse to let somebody else run over me. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's where that comes from. I guess that's, you know, I guess that's why I have that mentality to just say whatever I'm thinking in a situation like that without giving it thought. And that's, One of my flaws that I've grown to try to fix because of past situations that's happened as a kid, you know, growing up. Right. Um, I uh, grew up in, when I was in the city, I was only in the city for. Oklahoma City? Yeah, Oklahoma City. Uh, I was in the city for uh, off and on for about. Two, three, four years. Well, no. It was more than that. It was like half. I can't really gauge it, man. I'm sitting there trying to gauge it. It's hard to, man. Like, it's Ain't no worries, man. Continue. Man, it's like. It's like. Because I'm trying to piece everything together. Because there's been so much that's happened in my life, man. That, uh, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes it's hard to keep the timetable straight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like. There was. I'll tell you this. There was a time I ran away from my dad's house. When I was in Oklahoma City and I was gone for two weeks, I was 14 or 15. I was gone for two weeks. I had about three guns pulled in my face, uh, was with people I didn't know. uh, You know, I was 15, peer pressured into doing coke for the first time, smoked a lot. You know what I'm saying? Just getting into the wrong stuff because I didn't want to follow structure when I was younger. Right. You know, you know how kids are. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to deal with the, oh, I got I to gotta ask to do this, or I got a certain time. Or, it's a, was your family together at this time, or were they separated? No, my uh, my mom and dad, they've been separated since I was a baby. Like, okay. They, uh, never you, in my adult life, they've never been together.
1: Do you feel this was part of the cause of your, uh, you know what I'm saying, natural push away from structure?
2: Uh,
1: or you just hard-headed?
2: I was just hard headed, bro. I feel it's it. just it, it comes from both sides of my family. My dad is hard headed. My mom is hard headed. Mm-hmm. You know, both sides of the family have really bad tempers. So I just kind of got a big dose of both of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: my dad was in the Marines, so that didn't help much either. You know how they are. Drill sergeant, twenty four seven. You know, it's, it's, I mean he. I mean there was times where he was. He eased up on it, but it's just, you know, that's what that's what I was used to. You know what I'm right. saying? And so, you know, and I'm not speaking nothing bad about my mom or dad. You know, they went through situations that I can't, you know, that I, I can't speak on or can't explain because of how hard the situations were. You know, I don't know the exact, I don't know who's lying or who wasn't or whatever the case. There's love, always
1: two sides. Uh,
2: exactly. You know, and I love both my parents. So, you know, what happened happened. So. I can't hold anything against either one of them. You know what I'm saying? They both make mistakes Hmm. as, you know, I have been a father myself.
1: Let me ask you this, man. You know what I'm saying? Because we've talked off air many times, uh, which the audience doesn't know. They know now. Mm -hmm. Me and you talk, you know what I mean? Every now and then we'll get a call, you know what I mean? Or we'll message each other for a minute. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you do, man, uh, outside of music, right? What do you do for yourself? In regards to just Building yourself Making yourself better You know uh, Finding that peace What do you do to find that peace Outside of music Because I We are both fully aware man Because like I said We've talked You are man that faces a lot of shit You deal with a lot of shit You got a lot of shit on your plate Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of it's self inflicted Some of it's from the motherfucking world Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying How do you find this peace brother What do you do to, to, to reach that yeah, you know I mean, or what are you doing? You know, what I mean, to reach that.
2: Well, all right, man. Like I said, writing came before music. You mm-hmm. know, I started out writing poems, mm-hmm. writing short stories, essays, whatever. You know, whatever it was, I just loved writing. You so know you've I mean? always been artistic. I've always, yes, I've always been artistic, bro. You know, English was my best subject in school. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my favorite subject in school. Like no matter what the grade, I was in. I was in sixth grade getting. College English classes, bro, and acing them. That's crazy. You know, I had I was in the seventh eighth grade. Had OSU mm-hmm. Oklahoma State sending me letters in the mail talking about they wanted me to come look at they come look at their campus on an academic scholarship. So
1: literature was your first love to a
2: degree. Yeah, I can dig that. I can yeah, dig like that. right now I'm in the process of actually writing the first book. My mm-hmm. first book. Uh, I. um... I've tried I've tried to write books in the past and I just kind of I didn't really feel the passion for it at that point you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying but I finally realized that writing is my passion not necessarily the music yeah I have a passion for music and I have and I and I'm in love with music That'll never go away because, like I said, it's in my DNA. It's in my blood. It's a piece
1: you. I can definitely yeah. relate to that with all the various projects mm-hmm. I have. Like, I love music. I'm probably always going to be involved with hip-hop.
2: Exactly. Don't mean I'm going to be the rapper.
1: Exactly. You know what I'm
2: saying? Yeah, exactly. It's it's And then on top of that, too, you know, I have other musicians in my family, too. Mm-hmm. You know, famous musicians in my family that, you know, it's not like I hang out with them every day, but they, you know, their blood—we do have the same blood coursing through our veins, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that that type of thing is the music will never fade off for me. I may step away from it for a while, every once in a while, if I feel like it's not moving. You know what I mean? Because I do have other ways to express my artistic abilities without music, you know. Right. As book. you said, the literature. Yes sir. The Talk
1: book. to me a little bit about this book, man. Let's go into the story a little bit. Can you give us kind of a well just your book, your idea?
2: Uh the book's called Bound for Justice. Um it's just it's going off of all all um you know all all off my, my off my off the head. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not really based on a true story or anything like that. It's just kinda like a Two you know two brothers in in the wrong in, you know kind of dipping in both sides of the world like on the world you know mm-hmm. regular you know what I mean, just kind of have their have their feet dipped in both sides of it, and they get caught up bound for justice um one of the brothers you know something happens and it's it it's it's gonna get intense, man. Like I've already thought that, that like that's how far ahead. Like I think in writing, like I'm not even done with the first chapter yet, and I'm already like,
1: okay, you know where I, you want to go
2: exactly. Like it's just the point of writing it down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like when I say I feel like I can probably outwrite a lot of people that does music right now. I'm, that's not that's not I'm not lying. Like and that's not me trying to trying to boost myself or you know throw cap out there or whatever but it's it's not writing is is what i do you know what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. that's how i am my sister my big sister already has a book published you know and so you want to plug that book <clears throat> she yeah you know, i actually messaged her and asked her if she wanted to read what i have so far and um, she's supposed to send me her email and stuff. So she has connections. She's a grade teacher in Texas. Most of them. So she has connections to be able to, you know what I mean? But it's, I'm not trying to do all that, you know what I'm saying? I like for people to know where I'm coming from in my writing. Like the moral of this book, like the story of this book is pretty much what would you do pretty much to protect what you love, or who you love. hmm You know, because there's a lot of talk, there's been a lot of talk lately about I'll do this, or I would die for this, or I would do that. No, man, it's, 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 it's you gotta know when to be like that and when not to be like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, there's certain, like, that's what I'm saying, like, sometimes it's hard for me to verbalize it. That's why I write it down because my mind moves so fast that like it's hard to keep up with my with my thoughts sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? So at times I don't even know what to say. You know what I mean? Like I don't even know how to vocalize, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. So I just Pick up my phone, pen and paper, whatever, and start start writing. Just start writing, and then once you start reading what I'm putting down, you're gonna be like, "Okay, I see what he's doing," or "I see what he was." You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just how I am. Like I get quiet to the point where I make people uncomfortable, Hmm. and I know I do. You know, I know I make people uncomfortable, but that's not what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I am. I'm just super quiet. Like I go out somewhere, I'm super quiet, man. You know that? I've noticed.
1: You know, I'm super quiet, bro. So, little does the audience know, man, we've been on, I think we've had one show together, and we've been at many mics together. Oh, yeah. Multiple fucking times, man. I've spent a little bit of time with you. Shit, you came to my crib a while back, uh, we were supposed to work on some music, man. We never did. Yeah, we just kind of bullshitting that day. Yeah, that didn't, you got a different style than me, though. That's what it is for Mm. me as an artist. It's like. I'm I'm very much in my box and I'm trying to break out of that motherfucker. I'm working on myself musically, you know and what I'm saying? But I
2: guess that's why some I guess that's why a lot of people don't really can't really too much click with my music just yet because I do have a different style. But you, I like it. your
1: style. It's very raw. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's very rough, and I enjoy that.
2: I'm getting. I think I'm getting my sound on the microphone. Talk to me about the idea of uh, madhouse. Madhouse, it's my mind, man. Yeah. It's my mind, welcome to my madhouse. When I say that, you stepping into my mind. You're stepping into what I'm thinking. you stepping into what I'm putting on the music. Mm. Madhouse is, you know, we all got a madhouse, Man, right? You got a madhouse, it's your mind. You know, whatever you're going through, that's what you go through. And it can drive you mad or you can get through it with whatever you use so you can survive your madhouse. And that's how I look at it. Welcome to my madhouse isn't just a crazy nigga saying it's it's there's meaning behind it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I kind of I kind of took the idea from a certain clown villain. Um, but Joker. Yeah, for myself for You but, made me think about it when you first like. <laughs> I was like, "Who? Joker?" <laughs> but no, but no, uh I like because it's, it's my favorite villain, man. Like I uh, I like all of Batman really. But. Batman's my
1: favorite superhero, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I know you was into superheroes and shit.
2: Oh man, I'm a DC
1: junkie, bro. I fuck with, I fuck with comic books so overall heavy, but I'm, I definitely a DC. Yeah, fan. I'm in the
2: middle of watching uh, Arrow on Netflix right now. You liking it? Mm-hmm. I watched
1: up to where I think uh, Deathstroke started popping up. You know what I'm saying? And then I ended up turning. I, I ain't watching no more. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of uh, put the ta- I
2: kind of put the timetable together. Like this, is how much of a nerd I am, bro. I kind of put, I, I put a timetable together of when that show started and from when like The Flash started because I'd be bored uh, from when The Flash first got his powers to how long Mm -hmm. like Arrow started before The Flash got his powers like Mm. yeah don't turn me into a nerd on this podcast no, no. <laughs> I don't know if you know this my very first podcast cause you know I had multiple
1: shows and shit my very first podcast was a podcast called uh a lot of people don't know yet my audience knows but yeah. a lot of the people I work yeah. with like you don't know you know what I'm saying uh, yeah. it was called Living With My Wife Batman and Hip Hop I was engaged at the time and it, uh, I was real big into comic books back yeah. when I was with my baby mama man I used to uh, collect comics and shit I had my boy the black John Travolta himself Frederick Miles <laughs> who also helped me start this podcast man yeah uh we did that podcast together, man. And we review comic books, comic movies, and video games, and all that nerdy shit. So feel free to be a nerd. You know hey, man, that's, Castro that's, X is a nerd uh, to the core. But uh, I know you were into like TV shows or movies. Man, you didn't seem like the type of man to to do that.
2: Yeah, see, it's, it's a lot of stuff people don't 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 know don't know about me, bro. Like it's a lot of stuff people don't know that I that I can do. It's a lot of people, it's a lot of stuff like. Uh, did you know my stepmom, when I was talking about earlier, she was a a. an RN. Like, I bet you a lot of people wouldn't know. Like, I wouldn't... I, like, I would know how to... Like, if somebody broke a leg or something, or broke an arm, like, I would know how to tend to it until it... Like, I know how to do all that. No, I ain't know that. Yes, yes. Yeah, I know how to do all that stuff, bro. That's,
1: you're very mysterious, though. You keep a lot of things to you. But As you said, you're very quiet.
2: Because I let people think what they want to think about me, bro. Mm. I let people... Make their assumptions about who I am based on what they see, and not they what not what they want to learn. They
1: fail themselves off of that immediately, though. Exactly. My girl said something to me, man. When we first started talking, me and my lady, right? Mm-hmm. She said, "Uh, because I'm very weird, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, when it comes to people, too, I'm often distant and things like that. I let them know. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of the same things. I just kind of let them." Make their own judgment. You know what I'm saying? Then you get to know me, and it's a whole nother world. I'm a whole nother motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But off top, they're like, "Who's this little uh, wig ass thug ass white boy?" Like that's what yeah. they assume. But there's much more there. I'm business minded. I'm smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's, he gets
2: talking to you like, "What's up, King?" And they're like, oh, yeah. Shit, I didn't expect there's that, layers
1: to it? a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She told me not everybody deserves to Man, know. I feel like, I
2: feel like you. people. Are, I feel like people are like onions, bro start Right. One hundred percent. I'm saying Like that's how I was. How I was taught. That's how I am. I know I got layers upon layers, like an onion, bro. Like I believe it. Uh, like, like I don't show very much emotion unless it's anger sometimes, mm-hmm. and that's just what I've taught myself to do because of past situations. I
1: understand. That's a uh, that's something that I've recently had to. Work on with myself uh, I don't know if you know this man We a lot more alike than I feel like you know We got a lot of similarities yeah, man. man In regards to the emotional world And the mental world You know uh, and See, and
2: That's why it makes me mad when people tell you Oh man get out your feelings Or oh man this is You You uh, a man you shouldn't be in your feelings like that
1: But well, see first off that's a that's bullshit. Yes. Men, we 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 human, motherfucker. We supposed to feel this yeah, shit. You know, we
2: supposed to feel this shit, and and see me being me. Like I was always taught to show my emotion and deal with my emotion and not hold it in. I was raised in a house full of women, bro. Mm-hmm. It was me and my uncle and like four or five other women in the same house, bro. Uh, his girl, my mom. Uh, it was me, my mom, my grandma, my great grandma, my two little cousins. My uncle's wife and my uncle, all in the same house for years. But it was a big house, so we had room, right? You know, but it but we was all in the same house. So I've always had, you know, that that perception is. I, I've had that perception of dealing with my emotions in a different way, and sometimes it, it may it may come off as a feminine way to deal with my emotions, but at the same time. Don't down me because of how I deal with my emotions, or how I may, or how I may, act on my emotions at that time. Because I can turn around and become that same monster that you didn't want to see. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I don't. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? like I said, that's something that I've taught myself to do because of past situations. You know, I wasn't always angry like that. I wasn't always put to snap off on the pipe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was in the like I was. I was in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I had certain ways that I had to be to survive. But me as a person, i give get my shirt off a motherfucker's back, bro. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think the one thing people fail to realize a lot of times when dealing with a motherfucker is it... It's a journey. It's a process. A lot of these things, as you say, due to past things, this is why you act like this. Mm-hmm. It's not how you want to act. You're aware that it's not appropriate. It's not the way that you you should should necessarily act. Mm-hmm. You're learning, trying to figure out how to act differently. You know, and that's a process. You know what I'm saying. A lot of people
2: forget that within themselves and with dealing with others. You know what yeah, I'm saying. People tell, and I've heard, and I've heard this a couple times too. Well, you you're 30 years old. You, you should already know how to. No, it's deeper than that. It's not a oh, I don't know how to act, so I'm act up. No, it's not that at all. It's, it's more of a how do I deal with this situation without, well, without revealing my pain to somebody that doesn't deserve it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's not the fact that I don't know how to act in certain situations or I don't know how to handle certain situations. Certain situations may bring up a more dramatic response because of maybe a PTSD response or something, or or whatever the case may be. And most people don't know that I probably I've been through hell and probably sat next to Lucifer himself mm. and came back. And most people don't know that, bro. They just look at oh this nigga get mad too much, oh this nigga this nigga cry too much. You know what I'm saying? No, that's that's it's it's more to it than just. They don't know what you've been through though. Exactly. They don't know what you're holding. And see, and that's why that's why I say that's why I, that's why I use the music to express all that and if people could catch on and just listen to the words instead of the darkness that you obvious that people obviously that there's a reason why my music is dark. If I'm not if I don't express it on there then my world is gonna be dark. You know well, what I mean? What's zero
1: say? Something about uh, I gotta do this so I don't put a hole in your chest. Some shit like that. That's not the correct line, but yeah, you know I mean, oh yeah, yeah you gotta yeah, get. Uh, I gotta get it off my chest so I don't put a hole in your chest.
2: Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. See, and see, that's a. I, I joke around all the time. Like I joke around all the time with uh with uh with the saying about why I smoke all the time because my fuck is like man, why you smoke all the time, dude? It's, I smoke weed. To keep me from smoking, y'all. You know what I mean. Like, but there's some truth to it. Like, like there's, there's some truth shit to keep it. me cool. Yeah, like it's like it's my medicine because I, I don't like taking pills, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's part of that past thing. You know, I just I hate taking pills.
1: You try have to take pills as a youngster.
2: Well, yeah, a lot of them oh for like God. ADHD and shit. yeah, ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't mm-hmm. really, couldn't really concentrate. Couldn't really. Like, couldn't sit still. That's why, I, that's why nowadays you see my, my legs shaking. You know, my mm-hmm. like, damn, you all, you mad already? Like, no, motherfucker, it's just, it's just a habit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, there's, like, there's a lot of layers to me, man. And I think people get tired of it. And I think people get restless trying to figure out my layers. But it's, it's. Not everybody deserves to journey through your layers, though, either. Exactly. You and, know, There's not a lot of people that can handle the layer, that can handle going through the layers because of the fact of what I have gone through. Like I've told a lot of people, like a lot of stuff about me, but I can almost tell you that it's not even half of what I've been through.
1: Man, gotta ask you this question. What's up, bro? Hate to ask you this question, but I gotta dig into you. You know how I get down. Come on. You know what I'm saying? We building. It's healthy at all times. Come on. Uh, Here's my question for you, man. Because, like I said, I take a lot of my experiences, man, and I see a lot of the things that you're going through, man, that I'm either going through or went through or I know I'm going to go through. Yeah. So I got to ask you as my brother. Okay. You know, we talk about how people don't deserve to peel back your layers and things mm-hmm. of this sort. Uh, the question is, mm-hmm. are you digging through your layers, though? Mm. Mm, mm, battle bars. <laughs> my brother, but I asked this. Because I give a fuck though, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I see, I see all of this that you carry in. Mm-hmm. I see greatness in you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In order to reach that greatness though, same with me. Because mm-hmm. it's a difficult process being a man out here. It's hard yeah. as fuck. Yeah, we gotta be able to peel these layers, and sometimes that shit sucks. You know what I
2: mean? And I put in. I it, do sometimes, but I just don't. It's not all meant to be in one done in one day. And I. And I think I look at the other layers, you know what I'm saying, so to speak, and I think I get intimidated because of, of course. Every, because of everything that I've been through. I mm-hmm. feel like, and see, I'm a very feel-type person. Let me tell you what I mean by that. If you were to go through something, bro, because I fuck with you heavy, if you were to go through something that was to make you emotional, I would feel your emotions, bro. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's how I am. Like if somebody was to get hurt, like somebody I'm real close to, or somebody that I fuck with, like was to lose a loved one, or get hurt, or be sick, or feeling hurt, or whatever, whatever the case may be, if it gets them to the point to where they're emotional or their mood changes, I can feel it. Like mm. it's like I feel what they're feeling. just a impact. Yeah, and it and it's it's it's. It gets tiring, bro, because I think that's why I'm tired a lot mentally, too, because I feel everybody it's tough. else's emotions. You got a big heart, man, and, and I can see that. You know, it's, 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 I do, but it's... it's, it's It gets taken advantage of a lot to the point to where people don't see it anymore because they only see my reactions to certain situations. They build stone around it. You know, Mm -hmm. that's just what happens. We come into this world. I got a big heart too.
1: You know what I'm saying? We come into this world full of love. Yeah. We're so vulnerable, so loving, so caring, and one person stabs it. The next person stabs it. It makes it so hard to... uh, Openly give it anymore. It makes yeah. it really difficult. And me. honestly,
2: I tell, I tell, I tell you one hundred percent right now where eighty-five percent of my anger comes from to this day. Talk to me. I have two daughters. One of them just turned seven, mm-hmm. eight, and seven. I haven't seen them since two thousand
1: and sixteen. That's crazy. That sucks.
2: Since the end of two thousand sixteen, bro. Yeah, like yeah. I talked to them. I haven't talked to them in a while because. It'll hurt me, bro. Like, I know that's kind of selfish, but it's it's that's just, you know, like you said, I'm a human too. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things that I have to deal with. Whenever I talk to them, I get emotional because I can't hug them or I can't take them to the park. You know what I mean? They don't say in Tulsa? No, they're in California. Hmm. Uh, with this. their mama. Um, which and she's a good mom, you know what I'm saying? I'm not speaking down on my mom, you know, shout out to my baby mom. She's 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 a damn good mama, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll never talk down on her mothering skills. Me and her just didn't work out, you know what right. I mean? We were too young, too toxic, you know what I mean? We just yeah, It happens. You know So it's
1: one thing I had to uh that I go through, man, and that I I've come to realise a lot, you know, I had a whole stint, man. For about a year where I wasn't seeing my kids. And my visits still ass. I'm still not the best as a father. And I'm, I'm trying to step up. I see him now. You know, I'm sharing this with you, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sharing this with you. Sharing it with the world. But, yeah, you know I mean? Because we goofy like that. I decided to put it on the mic. But I'm sharing it with I you. I'm talking to you. You know what I mean? I see my kids uh, once every two weeks right now. Mm-hmm. I wasn't seeing them at all just a while back. Yeah. So I'm proud of my once every two weeks. Uh, I'm the type of man... Brother, and I feel like you can relate to where if they're not around, there's always going to be something missing in your heart, in your chest. You know what I'm saying? When I don't see my kids, you know what I mean? It makes me angry. It makes me rougher. You know, it kills me inside because I know where I belong. I know mm-hmm. who that they belong with me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough.
2: But I know too, like, this is how much I've grown. I miss them, yeah. I miss them, and yeah, I wish I could I could have them right now. Mm-hmm. But I know being with their mama is the best place for them right now, too. At the same time, and that's solid. That you know that, you know, because I'm not, I'm not stable. I'm not stable enough to be able to, right? You know what I'm saying? Do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm struggling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not on the streets or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm working and hustling and trying to stay. You know what I'm saying? Trying to stay above water, but at the same time. It's not. I still feel like it's not stable enough for me to be able to bring my own, kids. Are tough. Road, you know what I'm saying? Right.
1: That's a motherfucker, man. Last time,
2: last time I, last time I was around my daughters, they was both in diapers, and now they're hacking school Wi-Fi and shit.
1: That's crazy.
2: Like yeah, like my daughter beat up my oldest daughter beat up boys and hacks into the school Wi-Fi and hacked into her teacher's profile on the school website.
1: Hard headed. Hard
2: headed. <laughs> You know, but, you know, her stepdaddy is a a Marine, though. So, he's been been teaching her different techniques. And I'm like, shit, he knows shit that I don't. So, shit, yeah, if if he can teach my daughter how to protect herself in better ways. That's solid. That's solid. You know what I'm saying? I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't hold nobody against nothing. And, like, yeah, I may pop off, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to certain situations. Or people get angry, you know what I'm saying? And I may say some stuff. Because I've said a lot of stuff to a lot of people out of anger, man. You know, and, and, I mean, you've been witness to it. We had to have a conversation not too long ago about one of them situations. We did. We had to talk. You, you know what I'm saying? And and
1: Which I'm proud of how you handled it, though, after.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm too old, man. Like, that, oh, you're 30, you know, that's on the flip side, too. You know, I'm 30 years old, man. I'm too old for that shit. I'm too old to be getting mad at stupid shit and be wigging out and trying to. Too old for that shit you hear
1: the thing You're right But it's a process Brother We ain't gonna be perfect today oh, oh, We ain't oh, gonna I'll, be perfect tomorrow oh,
2: I'm already knowing I've, 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 got, I've gotten pissed off A few times In the last couple of days But it's all I always I'm, I'm also Keeping in mind You know The end result Of what I'm trying to achieve mm-hmm. And then Two at the same time is this situation that's pissing me off? Is that gonna really affect my day or what I'm trying to get accomplished? You know, some if it is, then okay. You know what I'm saying? I'll handle it. But if it's not, yeah, I'm gonna roll me a blunt and, and blow the smoke and, and, and inhale it and blow it away. I, you know, this is that's how I look at it. Now, you know, <laughs> you right. know, you know, that's how I look at it. Now, you know, you
1: in control of it, man. Mentally,
2: all things.
1: You know what I'm saying? You got this. Yeah, three, four months ago. I like how I brought you in here to talk about your music and shit, and we end up getting into some real shit. I like that. Man, look,
2: it's uh, solid. Man, that's just that's all. It's all it all ties back into my music. Build, man, because, like, if I if I start doing the music the way that I want to, like the type of music that I want to do, like people will understand mm. when we get into a conversation like this. Why it always turns into something deep because. I'm a deep person. Like, yeah, I can have fun and you know I can talk and you know what I'm saying. But I'm a deep person. You know what I'm saying.
1: I liked it. It wasn't superficial, man. I appreciate it. You know what I mean. Ain't nothing superficial You're about solid. me, bro.
2: Like, if like, I don't know, man. Ain't nothing superficial about me. I might do some stupid stuff every once in a you while, I but do. I promise, ain't nothing superficial,
1: bro. You solid, man. You good peoples. Appreciate you got a uh, your eggs rocks with you, man. Just appreciate know that. You, I'm very distant. I do I got a lot of shit going on, but I'm here. You know what I mean? I fuck with you. Man. Yeah. Uh we nearing the end of the podcast, man. Let me ask you huh. what do you got coming up musically, man? Shows, uh um, drops, you know, singles. Well,
2: show show wise, I ain't really I got I got one show next year so far. I November speak-
1: Um, Uh, 420 uh, show Yeah the Ace Ace. show Yeah I'm on that We about to rock that Uh, Yeah and then Before that man Ain't nobody
2: Ain't nobody been Really been putting me On that bro See I was thinking He was gonna
1: be on This Halloween one that's tomorrow I was I was on it And I got dropped so but we ain't gonna talk about all that nah really ain't no smoke it's uh, you know I got with all the respect live tomorrow night oh, I couldn't yeah, make the time yeah. so oh, shout yeah. out nobody. Spades man oh, rock yeah. your well, I don't know
2: nobody you know nobody asked me if I wanted to be on it or anything so I mean it's cool you know I support you know all the homies that's doing, mm-hmm. going to perform and shit Celtics right. uh, Spades had enough D uh, D uh, D, is D performing on that one D. Han. Yeah, is he performing on that one? The
1: Tomorrow. Tomorrow? I saw him. He took my spot.
2: Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. well, shout out to D
1: He about to rock it.
2: Um, he crazy with it. Yeah, uh, shout out to uh, Quan the Greatest is on there, I think. Shout out to Quan. Ace on it? Uh, I believe so, yes. I mean, just the whole squad. Shout out A to the A lot squad. of people on that show. Yeah, shout out to the squad. He got some
1: metal bands out there with him.
2: Yes, yeah, you know, shout out to everybody that's doing their thing, man. And look, listen... And I know it's, I know a lot of people take what I say like because I post a lot of stuff when it comes to my music. I take my music seriously and I take it personally, very personally. So um, my music is um, you know, I'll always show love to my, to my fellow artists, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? you know because that's something that I want to be shown back. but like I said, that emotion thing kick in sometimes. It's understandable, man. You know, but, um, uh, anyway, tracks, um... I got some new tracks I'm working on right now. Me and Ace is working on the yeah, EP. Yeah, I saw he was
1: in the studio. I was sending me my weird ass. Send me a send me a video of the studio. Look at <laughs> I just ain't seen her studio yet, man. Oh so. uh, yeah,
2: that motherfucking nice man. She uh she she she, she knows she doing in there. Shout out to Queen Ace, man. I've been supposed to
1: get over there for a feature, man. But I just uh, been
2: man, we we supposed to be working on this EP, I've been trying to get back over there, man. I don't know. Her Birthday was yesterday though. Shout out to Ace, happy, happy birthday. Back.
1: Happy um, birthday, Ace. I'm still waiting on my interview too, motherfucker. <laughs> she want a feature. I want an interview. You know what I'm and saying? And then,
2: like? um, um, and then I got some other stuff coming out too. Like I got, um, I got like a song kind of uh, yeah. got like a down south Texas, Texas okay. vibe Okay, You know, I like it. that shit. Yeah, I got a down south Texas vibe too. but it's a bot. It kind of got like a bop to it's like a zero type bop to okay. you know what i'm saying and then yeah texas is a big influence to my music and then i got you know i got some other stuff uh i got the book come, i'm working on that book um man i just and then i'm working on me and, uh not spade shout out space though so, Me and uh celtics mm-hmm. supposed to be working on the ep shout out to celtics as soon as we can and then i got my el diablo ep that i'm working on on top of my regular album that I'm trying to put together too. So I got a lot that I'm trying to put together. I just gotta record it all.
1: Most deaf, man. Most definitely, well, we waiting on it, brother. Uh I appreciate you rocking with me, man. Appreciate you. It's for been solid finally though. Yes sir. We yes, finally sir. sat down. Yes sir. It's been a year. Man. You know? What I mean? man, we
2: got we gotta get some more in man.
1: I'm down. We'll rebook you before you leave. For sure. It was uh what you think? Was it worth it? Good time?
2: Oh yeah, for sure, man. It's always a good time sitting sit down talking with my brother, man.
1: I enjoyed it, can we build something? You yes, know what I'm saying? Sir. It was healthy. Uh yo, check out uh with all due respect podcast on Facebook. With all due respect 001 on Instagram, W A D R underscore T V on Twitch T V where I review uh battle raps and shit like that. Uh yo check out with all due respect broadcast and we're dropping all our video podcasts on that mug now, man. We're gonna start dropping content. Um Today's the day or tomorrow's the day of the uh when this drops, it will be the day of with all due respect live at the first shop, ladies edition. Pop out to this shit tonight, come see us. You know what I'm saying? All ladies line up. There'll be mud wrestling, uh onion eating contests, uh sex. That won't be there. None of that will actually be there. But the ladies will be there, and I'll be there, and I'll drink some shit, and it'll be cool. So come watch us do comedy and podcasts. It's going to be a great time. I got other shit coming up, too, but I don't remember any of it. That's what my girl's for. Uh, This has been the With All Due Respect podcast, where we express our truest thoughts, emotions, and feelings. And for those of you that don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. And we out.